Welcome to Wellbeing for Everyday Life with me, Maeve Halpin. I'm joined in studio today by three members of the Gardner Street Gospel Choir. That's Mary Angeline Lasco, Jorg Stiegmuller and Chris Kelly. So you're all very welcome, folks, to the show today. Hello. Thanks for coming in. Hello. Hi. And Thanks the reason you're here is because you have the, your 20th anniversary concert coming up on Sunday 8th of March, next Sunday, in the Button Factory at 7.30pm. So now, York, maybe you'll tell us a little bit about the concert that's coming up on, on Sunday. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so we have, we're 20 years together. We're singing 20 years in Gardner Street. Every week in Gardner Street, we have a mass and uh, we do that now 800 times, I think we calculated. And so we decided to celebrate that and we're inviting, every, we're inviting everybody to come to our celebration, our birthday celebration, which we called Going Platinum. And uh, so it's in the button, button factory and it starts at gig starts at 8 o'clock and doors is at 7.30 and we have uh, Ronan Osnodek uh, from Kila. he will be our guest act and then the Gardner Street Gospel Choir with 35 singers I think we will be and 6 band members so it's a big big production and so a lot of lot of work went into it, a lot of preparation went into it and the choir is ready they had their last practice last night and they're ready and can't wait uh, to sing and to, to inspire and motivate everybody that's great now and how do people get tickets tickets are available on our website and the best link there's a number of links but the best one is gardnerstreetgospelchoir.com so gardnerstreetgospelchoir.com uh, that's the easiest to remember okay. and that's where people can go to and then get tickets the tickets are 20 euro and 15 euro for concessions and mm-hmm. there's still still a few available there might there's, there still, should still be some available on the evening as well so if somebody, if somebody walks up but uh, the best one would be to buy it online Okay, that's fantastic. So how long have you been a member of the choir, Jorg? I'm with the choir now 15 long years, okay. but it is fun. Okay. <laughs> I really enjoy it. You're the sound engineer and the technical manager. Yeah, I started, uh, there were, the choir had a, had a little bit of a sound problem, so I volunteered at the time and said, hey, I'll see if I can help you. And then I didn't want to do that for too long, but now 15 years later, I'm still with it and okay. I'm still enjoying it every every okay. time. And you're a volunteer, I presume. Everybody is a volunteer. Everybody is a choir. volunteer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we know about the Garden Street Gospel choir it's been around for a long time and right, it's yes, yeah, quite yeah. famous in the city yeah so how do people get to hear the choir when do you sing normally we are uh, we're we sing at mass every mm. s- every week on a sunday evening at 7 30 mm-hmm. and normal normal mass and that is um uh, well actually it is every week from september till june we take a little bit of a su- summer break okay and so everybody can come. Everybody is welcome. And what we explicitly say, everybody, no matter what your religious or, or other beliefs are or what other your trouble in life is or so, we welcome everybody. And uh, so it is a Catholic mass, but we look at that. It was it was coined as a mass with a difference a good few years ago or as a gig in God's gaff. So you see, we, we don't really are that stuck to what is normally seen as a mass um, and so we explicitly say that you don't have to have any beliefs or any religion or anything like that you just can come if you want to be uplifted and have a smile on your face when you leave then you're more than welcome to come that's great well that's the true meaning of the word catholic of course isn't it that's exactly that's how it all started as a community you know not as an organization and as a community of people and that's really the the excitement about the choir really that it is a community that people enjoy something together and we love giving that passing that on 
to the to the people in the audience in the congregation. In the congregation, yeah. So that's in the Catholic Church on Gardner Street. Yes, St. Francis Xavier Church. It's at the top of Gardner Street, just before the junction with Dorset Street. So uh, that the church that looks a little bit more like a temple than a than a traditional church because it doesn't have a steeple, and uh, so. Doors, is, doors are open for everybody. I'm sure there's many people who attend regularly then. There's a regular congregation there. There is, yeah. We have lots of people. Now, uh, that has changed over the last 20 years, and it would be it would be wrong to pretend that it didn't because a lot of things have changed in the Catholic Church and, and, and the eyes uh, of the, the people that have uh, the opinion about the Catholic Church. But we still have a strong congregation, uh, but we're welcoming everybody. And uh, we were one of the first gospel choirs in Dublin, and it was actually on the day exactly on the day when we have that 20-year anniversary concert next Sunday, 20 years ago. It was a Wednesday when 12 people came together the very, very first time to meet in St. Francis Xavier Church and to come up with something different because at that time there was no gospel choirs in Dublin. There was one other choir and that, that did gospel music and that started as a school choir um, and we were then the, the second one but for us the important thing was that we wanted to do it as a regular thing. It wasn't just for performances or so but to have every, every week a mass and we kept that up for the last 800, well the last 20 years, mm-hmm. 800 masses and so the idea was also to do songs that are not just traditional church songs they're not what you know from folk groups you know but uh, they are modern songs current songs sometimes pop songs Um, we have songs from sting from u2 from simon and garfunkel um, and but we also have some traditional gospel songs so it's a mixture of that and the important part for us was that the message that the song sends is more important than the song itself, if that makes sense. Of know. course, of course. Well, there's a lot of spirituality in all kinds of music, of there course. Is. And there is an uplifting message in a lot of music, in a lot of songs, in words, definitely in music, but also in the words. Of course. And so you can interpret that in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And so we moved a little bit away from the traditional, or very much away, actually, from the traditional church songs okay. and uh, wanted to provide a different way of enjoying this this community really mm-hmm. well music is an international language of course it That's speaks right, to everybody yeah. and everybody can participate yeah and we're in the national choir we have lots of lots of different yeah. na- nationalities in the choir as well and had over the over the many years and the interesting thing was when we started there were no other or hardly any other gospel choirs we were the second in dublin so we, the community was extremely international um, I remember one of the priests asked at some point the question who is uh, to just to people to stand up who are from a different country and about 80% of the people stu- stood up uh, later on then a lot of other nations or languages got their own masses there's a Spanish mass there's an Italian mass there's Polish masses and everything so then we lost a few of the people but it was an, initially it was a very uh, popular location to go to from people that didn't have their their own local mass. Let's say, mm-hmm. let's say, mm-hmm. you know, their, their their own national mass. Well, anything that creates community is so important in this day and age, isn't it? Where Absolutely social isolation right, yeah. and loneliness is a, is a big problem for people, and especially for people coming from other countries, who don't have their families here, maybe, and are readjusting to a new culture. That's right, and that's one of the reasons why a number of people then moved to their their their, their Polish mass or the Spanish mass because they mm-hmm. wanted to be with the people mm-hmm. that they have something in common. Mm-hmm. But um, we 
always had right from the beginning. We have uh, tea and tea and biscuits after the mass, so that people mix a little bit and talk to each mm-hmm. other, and mm-hmm. so there's not just an in and out mass like we know it from some other churches, but there's more to it, and there is the community mm-hmm. is celebrated in mm-hmm. the way it should be, really, and mm-hmm. um, and everybody. <sighs> We, we extre- explicitly mention LGBT community and other people are welcome in our mass, even if they feel that sometimes they're ostracized or kind of excluded in other churches. This is so important. So presumably the priest there is uh, supportive of this kind of approach. Very much so. The good thing is also that over the years, always we had a number of priests, so it's not always one priest. Peter, uh, Father Peter McFerry, for example, is one of the priests who's regularly uh, doing the Mass with us, and uh, uh, Father Jerry Clark is the parish priest, and then Father Jake. Uh, so there's three priests who kind of change it on a rota basis. So that means even if sometimes you know one priest you like more than another priest, then uh, there's a nice mix, so that it doesn't get boring and mm-hmm. there's something for everybody. <clears throat> yeah, it's like it's the true spirit of religion really, isn't it? That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah great. Okay, fantastic. Mm-hmm. So now, Marie Angeline, you've been with the choir now for three and a half years and uh, two and a half years. You're a yoga teacher and you're alto one in the choir. Mm-hmm. So what drew you to join the choir? So I first encountered the choir <coughs> quite a number of years ago. Um, another yoga teacher friend of mine said there was this cool place where there was really uplifting music. Um, and I hadn't really gone to the church to Mass for a while at that stage. I did before, but not at that stage. I used to go when the church was empty rather than... But I loved the music, so I did go a number of times with my friend, and I approached the choir at that stage, and at the time, the director was Louise, and uh, I even uh, did an interview with her on the radio station, and I put my name on the list, and then nothing happened, so... Time passed, and suddenly out of the blue, I was actually in India, it was two and a half years ago, and I got this phone call from Louise saying, would you like to come for an audition? I said, as soon as I come back from India. So I did the audition on a Tuesday, joined the choir on a Wednesday, and I was singing at the Mass on the Sunday. So it was all very quick. So that was two and a half years ago, and in the meantime, we've changed director as well. So we have a new director for the last two years. Uh, Kathy McEvoy, she's actually the niece of Eleanor McEvoy, so she's very brilliant musically, you know, she makes us work quite hard, but the results show, you know, it's definitely um, makes a difference to the quality as well of what we produce. But the main reason I joined the choir really was A, I've always loved singing, I always sang to myself in the car, at home. You know, anywhere really, in, even in the supermarket sometimes I just find myself singing and dancing and then I realize where I am. But <laughs> it was the first time, though, that I actually joined a group and sang with other people in public. And being actually quite shy, I found that kind of a little bit, um, you know, one little step I had to go over. But actually what I found in the Garner Street Gospel Choir is everybody's so kind and warm and open and to be honest, the main reason I keep going is actually for the community aspect, for the friends that I've made. There's such a warmth in there. So also when you were talking about the, the mass, what I like as well, it's not your normal Catholic mass. It's a Jesuit mass and it's kind of different. It's really more down to earth. I love when Peter McVerry talks because he talks about, you know, people who are underprivileged 
the, you know, people on the side of the community, the homeless, people with addiction problem. And it's all very real, you know, so we can all relate to what is being said. And then the other priest, Father Jake, is very funny. He's, he's a comedian, actually, as well. So when he talks, he cracks jokes and all that. And it kind of it's just a different type of mass. Recently, I went back to my little local one and I was so bored. I'm sorry, I really was. So between the music and the fact that the priests <coughs> are a little bit more down to earth and practical, uh, it makes the whole experience very different. There were time where I felt I can't really go there. Like I, I'm just feeling a bit upset or something. I'm not going to be able to sing. And yet I was able to sing. And when I came home, the mood had lifted. And I suppose that's what we are about. It's not just about us singing. It's also sharing that with the congregation. Because now I'm on the other side of it. I'm singing with the choir. But I remember what it was like in the congregation as well. You know. And so when I sing, I always try to make eye contact and kind of find various people in the congregation that maybe need to have that connection. Okay, so it's kind of a healing process, really, for everybody there, in a way. That's what it feels to me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's different for each member, but for me, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, and that's what keeps you going, you feel, this connection that you feel with people there. Yes, and with each other, especially. Mm-hmm. In mm. the choir. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's great to hear, because I'm sure many people would love to think that they might sing in a choir but they're a bit intimidated I can understand how they could be so your recommendation would be for people to go ahead and uh, make an application anyway for audition there's so many choirs you know so yes for the Garden Street Gospel Choir there is an audition process and so you know it depends first of all what parts are needed for example if they need extra tenors or extra sopranos mm-hmm. you'd have more chance to get in mm-hmm. but you also need to be able to sing at a certain level mm-hmm. but I would say to anybody can sing and even if the Ghana Street is not your choir there's choirs everywhere and the social aspect, the community aspect whichever choir you join will will bring some results Okay, and what's the audition process like? Is it intimidating? No, not really How many people are you singing in front of? Um, well, it depends on the... See, I auditioned with Louise. Which she was the previous director. Mm-hmm. So Cathy has her own way of auditioning. It's slightly different. Mm-hmm. But usually, when I audition anyway, um, I had to do scales. And I had to be able to sing something while Louise was doing a different voice to make sure I stay in my own voice. Okay. And then I had to sing a song myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. There might have been something else, I can't remember. And, and to be able to dance, because we do some movements as well oh really yeah okay so that was no problem for me because i love dancing so yeah and you're a yoga teacher so <laughs> you're well able to move your body i'm sure yeah but it's it's so somebody said that when you sing the choir you all breathe the same breath mm-hmm. because we all kind of have to get breath at the same time so there's that kind of sense of really being together mm-hmm. being a part of something larger mm-hmm. than ourselves yeah which is great yeah. So if people want to join the choir, how do they go about applying, Marie-Angeline? So they would send an email, info at gardenerstreet.com. Um, 
On the website, there is an email address for yes. people to join. It's not the not the info address. It's a different one. But if people go to the website, justgardenerstreetgospelchoir.com, mm. then they will find that. We're also looking for a, ba- a bass player, by the way. So um, okay. at the moment, if somebody... Like a bass player? A bass player, oh, a bass guitar player. Yeah. Okay. So if somebody's out there listening to us and, and is, is a bass player, we're, we have uh, some people standing helping out for, for concerts. So we have a bass player on Sunday. But um, if somebody is interested and would like to join us, then uh, they can also use the same email address for, for joining okay. the choir. And what kind of time commitment would be involved now if somebody volunteers? So Maybe, Chris, you could tell yeah, us Yeah, no problem. So it's um, every Wednesday we rehearse from 7.30 to 9.30, so two hours on a Wednesday, uh, one hour on a Sunday, and then we've got Mass. So, so, so the hour on Sunday is 6.30, to 7.30 and then we have mass from 7.30 to 8.30. Okay, and are the rehearsals in the church? Um, yes. Okay, yes. right. Okay. Every Wednesday and Sunday. So it's yes. not too onerous really in terms of time. No, it's not. No, it's like you get used to it, you know, and everybody's obviously there for the for the same reason and yeah. the love of singing and playing music and learning new, new repertoire as well, you know, so. Um, okay. Yeah. And I'm sure many people are involved in other musical yeah. ventures as well, people yeah. who are in the choir. Yes. Okay, okay. I guess so it's like every hobby, you know, if you want to do it properly, you have to give some time commitment. It doesn't make sense otherwise. Yeah, um, so, in this case, also, yeah, it is. For yeah. some people, it's too much. For some people, they, they would love to sing even more. Yes, uh, yes, yes, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, and in between, we also practice, we have uh, m- all the music on Dropbox. So, in addition to a two practice night, we also practice at home or parts. Okay, yes. as individually. While yes. you're listening to the music. Yes. All right, okay, very good. Okay, so the Gardner Street Gospel Choir have their 20th anniversary concert this Sunday, 8th of March, in the Button Factory, which is on the Curve Street in Temple Bar. It's on at uh, 8 o'clock. The doors open at 7.30 p.m. And it starts with uh, a piece by Ronan Osnodic, who's the drummer from Keela, and then the Gardner Street Gospel Choir, which includes their six-piece band. So you can find all the information online at gardnerstreetgospelchoir.com. Yeah. So now we'll go to your first piece of music, which is a, uh, one of your own pieces. Tell That's us right, what yeah. that is. That's right, It's Gotta Have Faith, for, uh, and Kiva Hurley is singing it. Mm-hmm. And Gotta Have Faith was uh, made famous by Lillian, Lil, Lily, Lillian Lilly from the Mississippi Mass Choir. And we adopted that. We took it into our, our repertoire a few years ago. And it's a great, great, full of energy song like our performances are, normally are. Okay, that's great. So this is Faith? This is Gotta Have Faith. Yes. Gotta Have Faith. Oh, 
Cork Community Radio for South Dublin. This is Dublin South FM. Welcome back to Wellbeing for Everyday Life with me, Maeve Halpin. I'm here with some of the members of the Gardner Street Gospel Choir who have their 20th anniversary concert on this Sunday, March 8th in the Button Factory in uh, Temple Bar in Dublin. And doors open at 7.30pm and starts at 8 and you can find the tickets on their website, gardnerstreetgospelchoir.com. So now, Chris, you are a tenor in the choir and uh, you've been there for a while now, so maybe you can tell us a bit about your journey in the choir. That's correct. Yeah, no problem at all. Uh, Thanks for having us. Um, Yeah, I joined the choir um, back in 2012. Um, It was through a friend of mine who was also a member. So she she kept kind of at me probably as far back as 2010, 11, kind of for two years, you know, you need to join, you need to join. I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. It's a commitment and, you know, I'm probably a bit too shy to sing in a, as part of a big group of people, you know. So I guess 2012 came around and I guess it's like, you know, I'll bite the bullet and I'll go for the audition. And um, Aidan Green was the, um, he was the director at the time. So yeah, like Mary Angeline said there, like you know, I just had to prepare a song, and there's a couple of scales that I'd go through. I don't think I had to dance at the time, so <laughs> which <laughs> so I was lucky. I got I got in, but yeah, like that, it was really quick. I I went in, I auditioned on the Wednesday, I at like six p.m. or something, and then the first rehearsal was seven thirty. I stayed for that, and uh, I didn't get to sing. I don't think in the first week or two. So, I just, but I I did kind of go to mass and watch the choir and see it all and all in action. And yeah, so I was auditioned for to be a tenor. So I'm in the tenor section. So I was yeah joined 2012 for a couple of years. Um, 2016, I took a break for a number of years and rejoined last year. Okay. So yeah, I took a break stupidly because I let work. Take, take over take over you know because I'm in a very demanding kind of job and uh, yeah so joining the choir at first was the play you know uh, something I, I needed in my life to kind of just completely disconnect turn off the mobile phone forget about the outside world exactly time for yourself yeah it was this was my time mm-hmm. every Wednesday for two mm-hmm. hours and Sunday was my time and nobody else's mm-hmm. and you know but yeah the, the few years went by stupidly let work take over mm-hmm. took the break and it's like, no, I, I need to go back. I need to, you know. So you missed it? I did, there. very much so, very yeah, much so. Yeah, yeah. It's a very common problem in the yeah. modern world, really, yeah. because our work is 24-7 absolutely. now online. Absolutely, And it's very easy for it to yeah. eat into our own time. Yeah. And uh, it really has detrimental effects for people when that happens. Yeah, yeah. I'd see it regularly now in my own counselling practice. People get burnt out. Yeah, everyone's working at home remotely now, and, you know, it's just, you can't switch off, but the choir is... You know, for me, I'm sure it is for most people as well. And obviously the guys have mentioned just that, you know, Mm -hmm. it's such a the community and everybody, you know, everyone's there. It's a common ground. We all love singing, playing music and Mm -hmm. everyone comes from all different areas, industries, all that kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's just it's it's a real it's a it's a place of peace and just disconnection from the outside world mm-hmm. from all the stress and negativity yes, that we see in the media absolutely the yeah. Time. yeah yeah so people of any religion or belief or none yeah, can join the choir 100% yeah okay yeah. that's really good yeah. that's really good just as long as you can sing just as long as you can sing <laughs> yes yes yeah so um, yes <laughs> yeah so uh, do you, are there other things that happen then outside those times outside the uh, Rehearsal times. Yeah, there would be gigs, and you you know, like we're a community choir. We're not a we're not a commercial choir or anything like that. But you know, there'd be people in choir that might get married, and you know, they'll kind of 
talk to you and be like, you know, are you free on such and such a day? And, you know, we'll get as many people together as we can and, you know, we'll perform there. And, you know, there are different events over the years. There's been lots of, you know, the Remembrance Run in the Phoenix Park. We do that pretty much yes. every, every yeah, year in the last few years. Yeah. The Remembrance Run? Yeah. The Remembrance Run, yes. That's What's in that? November every year. It's a, it's a, uh, Athletics Island is organising that and they have a run. It's a five kilometre run and it is to remember people that have passed uh, in the previous year or longer doesn't really matter so a lot of people come and take part in that run just to have another way of remembering their 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 relatives friends and everything and the great thing about the organization of the remembrance run is that they also have some other aspects included so um there's a there's two choirs singing there as well just for the for the uplifting and entertainment of the participants and a few other things that they do and every year in the I think it's the first weekend first or second weekend in November yeah. and so that's we took, we took part there yeah. a good few years yeah. now and it's cold it's outside, yes. It's Phoenix on the stage. Yeah. So there's yeah. always yeah. a few challenges. Yeah. Yeah. But we were lucky. It yes. never rained Yes, <laughs> since we were there. And recently we performed in Mosny, the right. direct provision centre. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was really nice. Yeah, that was something uh, one of some of our some of the people that are in the choir are involved in uh, some direct provisioning uh, related groups and campaigns, and so we sang for the people that are staying and waiting in Mosny for their for their fate to be decided, and so that was uh, just a few months ago. Yeah. And then uh, a few other things. There's lots of know. things, yeah. There's lots of things over the year, you know. Yeah, we've throughout, done throughout Bloom as well. Bloom and yeah. Bloom is the uh, garden festival in yeah. uh, the Phoenix yes. Park. That's right. Yes, yes. that's right. Okay, yes. so, so you, you you're singing that as well. Yeah, yeah. We've we've done done that. That. yeah very yeah. uplifting as well. Experience, yeah. yes. And okay. family event. Yeah, and Gospel Rising. That's a, an annual event where all of the um, choirs from around the country come together and have one big party. Oh yeah, we should mention that exactly. In June, yeah. But we are here to talk about the gig. This yeah, that's, yes. right, that's right. But, when, but for people that like gospel music, in June, yeah. uh, Gospel Rising is taking place and uh, in Dublin again because Gospel Rising is traveling around a little bit, and it's a, go- it's a gospel music festival uh, for whole Ireland. And lots of choirs will be yes. there. Lots of people will be there, and yeah. we are taking part in there as well. Yes. We sang uh, last last year. Yeah. The the final the concert was in our church in San Francisco. Church, so um, and a lot of people mm. are actually. Some, it's, it's, it's held different years. It's in different parts of the country. Yeah. but it was in Dublin last, last year. It's year, in Dublin again year. this yeah. year. Yeah. Is that a competition? No, it's no. not a competition as such. As it is really. Uh, 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 there's some workshops, workshops. There is some concerts. There is a lo- big community yeah. as well. It's about yeah. well, like a few hundred people from all around the yeah. country who like gospel music yeah. come together for for that music festival and okay. so it's a, it's a festival a music yeah. festival okay. you could say yes yeah and we have some great people coming in we had over the years Karen Gibson she was um, the director of the Kingdom Choir who sang at Harry's wedding all right, wedding. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay yeah. Mark so, all those so they run very, workshops very, yeah. they all they run the workshops mm. And where is that held now in Dublin? This year it's in the Grange Gorman. Yeah. 
campus, okay. uh, the, the, the TU Dublin Gra- uh, campus in Grange Gorman, and uh, gospelrising.ie, I think, is the website okay. if anybody's interested. So that's open to the public, people yes. can attend. Oh, yes. Yes. Now, there you are tickets, you need to purchase you, tickets yeah. for the workshops. Yeah. But you don't have to be in a choir, you can actually yes. apply as yeah. a single person. So if you like singing, even if you're not a member of a choir, you can attend workshops and concerts and everything. Mm. Okay. And the organizers who, who started that, uh, Lindsay Roundtree and, and Mary, uh, they are, well, Lindsay is in, in our choir, so we have a, a, a strong bond with them. <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> and of course, if people are interested in coming to that event, Gospel Rising, the first step would be to come and sing with us on Sunday. They'll get a taste for it, and then they can see if they want to join us again in yes. June for the Gospel yeah. Rising. Sunday should be like really like a party atmosphere. Yeah. One, one of the members of the choir is actually a professional cook and she's going to cook an amazing birthday cake, cake <laughs> for our birthday party because we are 20 years old. Okay, so this is Sunday, this coming Sunday, this 8th of March. To the day. So there's going to be a birthday party as birthday well. Cake. A yes. birthday cake. A birthday cake. Yes. Okay, that'll be fun. Birthday songs. We're going to sing happy birthday to ourselves. Ah, okay, <laughs> fantastic. So people can come along and sing with you on, 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 on Sunday. Sunday. Well, well, we or just in the audience. In the audience. Yeah, 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 but yeah, that's yeah. what we, we're hoping that they will sing and dance with us. Of course, yeah. that's the whole ideas we're not singing to people mm-hmm. we are singing with people mm-hmm. so the mm-hmm. whole idea that community aspect is it's not like we're not pop stars performing we are kind of semi-professional because we work really hard but there are many people who just love singing and we we hope that they will join us and sing with us that's the whole idea that's fantastic we encourage it every week even in mass it's, you know just okay. this is a place uh, this is one hour of your your day to come you know. Okay, so once yeah. you're in the congregation, anybody oh, can sing. Oh yes, one hundred percent. Yes, and if people just want to have a bit of a taste to before they before they um, decide to come on uh, Spotify, they can find us as well. We have one of our albums. We did two albums over the years, and one of the albums is on Spotify. So just look for Gardner Street Gospel Choir, and you'll find us there. And then when you hear how great it is, that you have to come on Sunday. It's just un- yeah. you just cannot <laughs> not not come no. right. <laughs> Okay, so is your album for sale anywhere, or is that available it's, it's, for free? It's on Spotify and iTunes. It's called Lift Your Voice. Okay. Yes, it's on all of the usual retailers. All right. Yeah. Lift your we, voice. We still have. We might still have a few CDs. In, might be in, some in, with, in yeah, the, that we could dust the, down and yeah, <laughs> and have for sale yeah. On, on, yeah. on Sunday. And the first one is called One Love. I think that's one, the one love. That yeah. was yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, that was in 2002. That was mm. recorded and the lift your voice in 2013. 2013. Yeah. All right. Okay. And yeah. were they recorded in the church? No, they were. No, Lift Your Voice was a studio album, and One Love was recorded in um, what's the college in uh, near near us? All Hallows? No. No. DCU. Uh, Saint Pat. Saint Pat. No. No. Anyway, uh, it is. uh, (laughs) Come back. Yeah. Come back. Come back. Okay, Mm. that's great. So, Chris, you left for a while and then you came back. Yes. What what would you say in a nutshell is the difference that it makes to your life being part of the choir? Oh, it's it's just, you know, the, as I I keep saying, it's just that disconnection from the hustle and bustle, just leaving that behind, you know, Mm. and Mm. just this is a time for me to just focus on what I love to do. Mm -hmm. You know, there's Mm -hmm. other things that I love to do outside of the choir, but, you know, I've always loved singing. You know, and you know, this is a place that I can, I can go and, you know, not feel judged or, you know, because we're all there for the same thing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I, I just think it's so important to have these kind of outlets, in, like especially in the modern world, where like this demands work, children, yes, aging parents, all the rest of it, and uh, we can feel kind of selfish, I suppose, when we take out time for ourselves, can't yeah. we? But yeah. that's what we need to be able to recharge our batteries yeah. and to be able yeah. to give to others. Yes. Then, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, you're right. Because as I said, as you know, I let work, you know, become number one for me, and because I felt like I was, you know, being selfish and. You know, I need to focus on my work and all mm-hmm. of that. But it's mm-hmm. like, no, you can't. You mm-hmm. can't. You could, you'll crash and burn. You'll crash and burn. Absolutely, and people do yeah. on a regular basis, yeah. indeed. It's like what they say, in, you know, put on your own oxygen mask first before yeah. the child. Like yeah. We have to look after yeah. ourselves. This yeah. is fundamental. Yeah. Okay, great. So now we'll go to our next piece of music. Who's going to tell me about that? I will introduce it. It okay. is a song um, called I Sings by Mary Mary. Um, people will probably know them th- um, through the, the hit um, Shackles. And it is, I sing, it's from 1998, and it is sung by our very own Joanne Smith. Okay, lovely, here we go. Now 
broadcasting to South Dublin on 93.9. This is Dublin South FM. So welcome back to Wellbeing for Everyday Life. I'm here with some of the members of the Gardner Street Gospel Choir who have their 20th anniversary concert on this Sunday 8th March in the Button Factory on the Curved Street in Temple Bar in Dublin. So you can find tickets, 20 euros each and 15 euros concession at GardnerStreetGospelChoir.com. So now, Marie Angeline, uh, you were talking there about... Uh, for one thing, we were talking during the break about, for one thing, the minority of men in the choir, so that there's an open call really for men who might like to join. We'd like to encourage them, is that correct? Well, it's they're always very welcome. Uh, and I I think that the, the men we have in the choir are really good singers. So um, it's good to have them. And we've put them in the middle of the choir now. They used to be on one side. So they're in the middle, which means we can hear them well. But yes, of course, it, it, it's always good to have extra men just to balance a little bit more because we have a lot more women than men in the choir. So it's about two-thirds women, approximately, and one-third men. So um, if they can sing, men tend to be accepted quite easily in the choir as long as they can sing. Okay, that's great. Uh, being able to sing is, is important, obviously. Okay. Um, and of course, as uh, York mentioned, um, we do have an occasional bass player, but we're looking for a more permanent one. So, uh, so that also would be interesting. Um, uh, usually, the audition for the singers would be held in September, uh, but people could already apply now and you know put their name on the waiting list and maybe find out exactly what's required or if they can commit. Because commitment is a very important part of why people would stay or not stay because we do ask to have a very minimum of 75% attendance and that's a minimum, mm-hmm. ideally 100%. Mm-hmm. So that means basically every week, you know, every Wednesday night and Sunday night is the choir from September to June. So for me, it's easy enough because I'm used, when I teach yoga, I have to commit to my students. So it's easy enough for me to have blocked those evenings. Mm-hmm. But you know, life goes on sometimes, family event or whatever. So um, for some people, it can at times become difficult. Maybe, say, for example, members of the choir who got pregnant and had a baby or, you know, that kind of thing or some move to a different area. So we always welcoming new members for audition in September, male and female, actually, because there will be female leaving as well every year, you know, due to life circumstances. Of course, mm. of course. OK, that's great. So people can find information about applying on at GardnerStreetGospelChoir.com. And uh, so you were talking about some of the other events, I think, that you were involved in. Was that right? Were you going to mention a few more of these? Yeah, we, we, we are not just singing. I mean, we talk about singing a lot here because um, that is obviously the main purpose of it. But... Um, we also are part. Uh, we also are just a, a group of friends mm-hmm. who do things together and who go out together sometimes and and, and have parties and things like that. Um, but uh, but the the music is what bonds us and. Uh, 
when you have something to look forward to, like uh, like gigs and events, then that is something to work towards. Mm -hmm. So over the years, we have worked with or we have sung at a number of concerts with with uh, well-known people, the Blind Boys of Alabama, for example, in the National Concert Hall. Uh, with Keela, we were at Africa Day. Uh, Brian Kennedy, we had a brilliant gig with Brian Kennedy in Belfast a few years yeah. ago. And um, then we mentioned Bloom earlier, where we were then with Mary Coughlin, Red Hurley, we did a gig with in the in the Gaiety, I think that was. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Eleanor McAvoy was also also joined us, if I remember it right. That's correct. Mary Black as well, we sang with. Yeah. Johnny, Johnny so Logan. yeah, so we're constantly. Some of us sang with Stevie Wonder, but a uh, lot of. Unfortunately, lot of <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't wow. part of that. Where did you sing with Stevie Wonder? Uh, he was. There was a gig in in, in Dublin uh, where he where he sang. I think the it was the three arena. Three the three arena yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so there were a number of people from different choirs uh, at it. So it was not the Gardner Street Gospel Choir singing with Stevie Wonder, but it was a few members from the Gardner Street Gospel oh, Choir also yeah. singing so with him. So people can get to meet a lot of famous people through yeah, the choir. Yeah. Then. They even went and sang with the Pope. Oh, in the Phoenix Park. Oh, ah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. That's, well, yeah. that's right. Yes, yeah. mm. wonderful. Yes. So. And at, 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 at a less happy event at the funeral of Stephen Gately, um, okay. uh, the choir sang as well. Yeah. So, but you know, it is just where there is. Even even at a funeral, it's uplifting music that helps a lot of people. Not everything is. Uh, has to be sad and down and everything because uh, life con- oh. has to continue, you know, yeah, and we have to true. find a way out of these things, out of these sad experiences yeah, again. Yeah, and and when we meet, even for a birthday or something, we tend to sing anyway. You know, we can't yeah. help it. So if if we go, if we meet in someone's house or in maybe a coffee shop or something, we always end up having a sing song and a dance as well. Yeah. So. But we also were mentioning as well, like that when you audition to be part of the choir, there's also other auditions within the choir to, to, to be a soloist on mm-hmm. certain songs. But we don't, you know, obviously it's encouraged to to audition to be a soloist on various songs. But, you know, it's not, okay. you know, it's not the it's not the end of the end of it if you yeah. don't like, you, yeah. know, yeah. But, you know. But there's a real experience of achievement then as well through being part of the choir, I'm sure. Like you're really creating yeah, something unique, absolutely. which is yeah. another thing yeah. that's really important in life that we have that, you know, and an expression yeah. of our creativity, which we're always talking about on this show, that we all have a creative uh, potential mm-hmm. in many different kind of ways. And yeah. you don't have to be like... Um, you know Bob Dylan or someone you can everybody has something yeah. and it's really important yeah, to express absolutely. that and yeah. find an expression yeah. for it yeah. whether it's music art drama yeah. painting absolutely. whatever yeah. no, and if you're in a, if you're in a group of people uh, that yeah. that plan things that organize things then yeah. the interesting thing is that there's lots of other outlets that you can find as well for example yeah. we have we we are all volunteers so the marketing for our concert we all do ourselves um, all the things that the the, the organization is self-governed mm-hmm. self-organized so there's a lot of other things where people can get involved as well. We do our social media, obviously ourselves. But mm-hmm. if somebody has a skill in an area, mm-hmm. then as soon as we find out, uh, we happily, <laughs> <laughs> happily mm-hmm. accept mm-hmm. their help. Yeah. Um, so is there a committee that runs? Yes, this? there is. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So people can be a part of that yeah. as well if they yeah. want different yeah. roles on mm-hmm. the committee. Yeah. yeah. Difficult enough to get people to do these jobs. I'd yeah. Imagine. Kind of rotated as well. Like you know, obviously, yeah. We, th- it's a commitment, and it was uh, over, the, over the years. It changed a little bit. It was originally that the musical director was kind of the the, 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 the main leader, the, yeah. the governor of it. But uh, then we realized that, first of all, there's people available now that are happy to step up because when the choir started, it was all students and it was a little bit less... Or the, the, the person who, who ran the choir was also 
running the group, so to speak. And now there's people who stepped up and have said, yeah, we want to be involved more and we can be involved more and the other thing is as well that for, for a musical director it is a big task or big ask to the expect from them that they do not just the musical part but they also run an organization mm -hmm. so it's mm -hmm. not for everybody mm -hmm. And we realized that a few years ago um, and we decided then that we have to change that a little bit and we have the musical director is certainly involved in all these decisions but a musical director is responsible for all the musical things and yep. other people take over then the day-to-day -day running mm -hmm. of it mm -hmm. and the administration uh, yeah, yeah. Which and that important. works well that works yeah. well in the last few years but it's an opportunity for people to develop skills isn't it Definitely. in lots of different areas yes. and to learn yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think one of the main aspects of being the choir is that sense of belonging so um, you know like so for example to give my example I I work by myself I'm self-employed and you know so like the choir give me an opportunity to be part of a community where I'm not the leader because normally I'm teaching and I'm looking after people I give healing um, so I can be one of the group and I can really feel that sense of belonging. And we were mentioning earlier as well, people from different community. There would be other people who have joined the choir, maybe from a different nationality. So or people might be single and just that sense of being together and belonging to a group and having a social outlet that's not going to get drunk. You know, exactly. we do something positive and we do it together as a community. Exactly. I know because I'm self-employed too and I work on my own. So I'm very aware of that, that uh, that connection with others and being a part of something bigger than yourself. And mm. also yeah. a place where you don't have to make all the decisions. Yes, yeah. that's very uh, yeah, it's essential, really. And then in an indirect way, because we're there behind the priest, we do hear what they're saying. So mm -hmm. we might have joined for the singing, but we still hear the messages. <laughs> yes. and. And from week to week, it sometimes it, it can actually kind of just maybe one little sentence might trigger something. Say, oh, yes, mm -hmm. I can connect with that sentence. Yes, yeah, something that's useful and uh, practical. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. yeah. And as, as one of you mentioned earlier, like there can be association with religion when we talk about a gospel choir. So that can be something that can kind of put people off, that you have to be a really holy person to be part of the gospel choir. Not at all. But not, not at, at all. all. No, That's no. not part yeah. of the audition. They never ask you what's your personal what's belief. Your belief? That's your um, business. And yes. You know. I mean, obviously, you know what kind of choir you're joining and you know yeah. that as well as the very interesting songs, we also sing Lamb of God and Lord of Mercy. That's part of the mass part. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. we will also sing One Love and we will sing, you know, uh, the bridge over troubled water. Mm -hmm. yeah. Also, the very interesting songs as well. Mm -hmm. So if we love singing and it doesn't matter what we're singing because it's always very uplifting. Mm -hmm. I found the choir at a... At a rather challenging, challenging time in my life and um, at the time I went to uh, work I, I worked regularly in the UK and I flew over so I drove by um, the Gardner Street Church and I saw that sign about the Gardner Street Gospel Choir Mass or something mm. like that starting in, in June again uh, yeah. uh, I think, you know, starting in September again I think it said at the time and so I thought okay I'll give it a go and I was just a normal congregation member, audience member I sometimes call it, because congregation usually assumes that you have to be kind of religious or so uh, in, in people's minds. So it's an audience, it's a congregation, it is whatever you want it to be. And so I went there just to enjoy that and it 
did go to mass there for a few years. Now it was at a time when I I'm I'm red Catholic. Uh, my my parents are very religious, but um, I kind of lost it a little bit on the way and had my own adaptation of it and uh, found my own ways, and so I didn't really go to church anymore. But when I saw gospel choir mass, then I thought, ah, I'll give it a go. I'll try it out and uh, go for the music. And it, it was really what I said to the community. I was not part of the choir, but I still felt that I was part of a community. Now, back then, there were about 650 people every Sunday in the church. So it was standing room only. It was uh, it was crazy in a way you know in a, in a positive way because it was there was a lot of excitement and that has dropped a good bit but but we still have a strong uh, a strong amount of a good good amount of people coming but it gave me something that was missing and okay. that was the important thing and that was the important thing and you've yeah. stayed there ever since i've stayed there ever since since for 15 years and i really enjoy it and okay. i'm so looking forward to our gig on sunday you're the sound engineer and the technical manager, so That's you're right. a very important person yeah. there. Well, <laughs> the, en- the engine room uh, the engine of Garden room. Street. Okay, that's great. <laughs> well, folks, thank you so much for coming into the show today. Uh, Maria Angeline Lascaux, Jorg Stiegmuller and Chris Kelly, all members of the Gardner Street Gospel Choir. And the 20th anniversary concert is on this Sunday, March 8th, in the Button Factory on the Curved Street in Temple Bar here in Dublin. And its doors open at 7.30pm and it starts at 8. And there's a piece initially by Ronan Osnodig, who is the drummer from Kila, And then the choir will be there with their six-piece band. So you can find tickets online, GardnerStreetGospelChoir.com for €20 Euros and €15. Euros. And just to mention, if you can't make the gig on Sunday, we, are, we do perform every Sunday at 7.30 on St. Francis Saviour Church on Garden Street. 7.30 in the evening. Yeah. 7.30 in the not evening. Not this yes. Sunday, but Not normally. this Sunday, but yes. <laughs> this Sunday, but and there's tea and coffee and biscuits afterwards. Yes, lots of biscuits. On the, uh, Which the is church. part of the, c- the, church, yeah. the community yeah. aspect. Okay. That be after we finish mm-hmm, singing at Mass, everybody, the congregation, everybody goes into uh, the the room in, the, in next to the mm-hmm. place where we mm-hmm. sing at Mass, and there is tea, coffee, biscuits and chats. Okay, fantastic. So now let's go to your final piece of music. What's that? So it's uh, Joyful Joyful, uh, which was originally by Beethoven. I didn't actually know that. Uh, It was also part of Sister Act. Okay, so people may recognise that. And it sang again by Kiva. Yeah, Kiva Hurley singing the uh, the song. And Kiva is part of the choir, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so joyful, joyful. Joyful, joyful, which is what we hope to get from the Garner Street Gospel Choir. Absolutely. So thank you very much, folks. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you. Joyful, joyful.